Welcome to the Momship Mastery Podcast, the ultimate destination for moms seeking balance, connection, and growth in their journey through motherhood. I'm your host, master's level therapist and life coach, Andrea Baker. Here at the Momship Mastery, we believe that motherhood is a purposeful journey filled with discoveries, challenges, and countless opportunities for growth. Our mission is to provide you incredible moms with the wisdom, inspiration, and tools to flourish as you nurture your relationship with yourself and those around you. Each week, we will dive into transformative conversations, therapeutic insights, and practical tips to empower you to thrive as a mom while still maintaining your unique identity. From self-care strategies to relationship building, from spiritual growth to parenting insights, I've got you covered. So if you're ready to embark on this journey with us, hit that subscribe button and let's explore the world of motherhood, relationships, and growth together. Remember, you're not alone on this journey and we're here to support you every step of the way. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Momship Mastery. Um, I'm excited about this week's episode. We're going to be getting to um, how to embrace the imperfections of motherhood and how to really find the grace in the messy side of things. Uh, this was really important for me to start with to kind of really lay the foundation of how we as moms have this um, expectation versus reality type of situation. Um, a lot of times, especially coming into motherhood, I believe that we are kind of told how things might be or how uh, things could be or should be, even from the, the ways that we're supposed to feel during pregnancy or the way we're supposed to feel uh, at birth, all of these things that are supposed to happen or we're supposed to feel um, create this this layer of expectation. And then we struggle when our reality doesn't necessarily look the same. So we're going to be diving into that today. Um, really, I want to get into the expectation versus reality thing. So I found even across cultures that most moms really struggle with feeling like they're alone um, or they're not doing everything that they're supposed to be doing for their children or they're not doing enough for themselves. Like it can be a very tricky um, trajectory to really kind of find that balance, especially starting off. I think we're all kind of given like this universal warning of, hey, you're a new parent. Try not to lose yourself in the process or remember who you are, or who you were before you had kids and really um, try to hold on to that. But in reality, it's like we're not that same person, right? We've had to make a huge transition into motherhood. Our bodies transition, our minds transition, our role and responsibilities transition. But people are giving this directive that says, don't lose yourself. And I think what may be a bit more constructive to hear is find out who you are in this season, right? Find out who you want to be in this season, opposed to don't lose who you were before you became a mother. So people are saying don't lose yourself, but there's not really an explanation that goes along with that, right? What does that actually mean? Um, and how do we have that said to us in a way that doesn't feel judgmental and in a way that feels supportive opposed to 
another thing to do, right? Um, this is definitely something that I feel is probably told to us in the in well intent by women who mean well, um, but they don't really have the answers either, right? A lot of them are telling you or telling us from experience of, hey, I lost myself during motherhood, or hey, I really forgot about the things that really mattered to me, or some of those things just changed, right? But I didn't have the time to, or the understanding to figure out what those things were. I feel like most often we're told about the joys of motherhood and, you know, how we should do this in a graceful manner, either from our community or our own mothers or our our family or our um, support groups or religious groups. We're told that we, you know, should feel like this level of excitement. This is the expectation versus reality that women kind of struggle with because it's like, Yes, I'm excited and and also I'm nervous or and also I'm anxious or and also this is hard for me. Right. So we're we're struggling with that in a way that we can't voice it safely. And then here comes the demands of motherhood and you haven't even processed the emotions before giving birth. Um, most of us are familiar with postpartum depression, but there's also a, a, a part of this that could be uh, referred to as peripartum depression. This is the depressive symptoms that show up um, during pregnancy, right? So this is the extreme sadness and the um, the fatigue and some of the things. And this is even more difficult to pinpoint because some of these symptoms are part of pregnancy, right? The fatigue and the, the, uh, what we call the mood swings and things like this. But this can be definitely, um, signs and symptoms of peripartum depression. Uh, so we often go through this and then reality brings like this sense of guilt, right? We're, we're now feeling that we're, we're guilty because we should feel another way, right? Um, we're we're being ungrateful or we, you know, kind of start comparing ourselves to other people like, well, I shouldn't be feeling this way because others have done it without complaining or others, you know, wish to be in my shoes. And uh, the big one that I hear a lot is like, oh, you made this choice, you chose this life, so you're not allowed to feel exhausted or incapable like you just go with it. And I really want to take time to kind of bust these things because this is a real issue that moms are are dealing with and struggling with. Like I said, across cultures, across different communities, I'm finding that um, it's really this narrative that we have in our head that we've gotten from some well-intending people in our lives that are expressing to us that you're supposed to feel gratitude. You're supposed to feel um, excitement throughout these different phases of motherhood to the point where it's almost like they're telling you that this is a this. If you have a feeling outside of this realm, then it's a wrong feeling. Then this feeling is is like not right and something is wrong with you. But that's not true. I want to really dispel that because just because our feelings don't go into the mode of, you know, you're supposed to always feel this and you're supposed to always feel that. That's not, that's not correct, right? That's not uh, how our bodies are made. That's not how our emotions function. We feel a lot of different things at a lot of different times. And there are going to be times throughout motherhood, whether pregnancy, early motherhood, transitions, um, toddler, all of that, like there are going to be times where 
you feel exhausted and you feel frustrated and you feel uh, just depleted or you just <laughs> you just kind of have a moment where you're like, oh, my gosh, I have no idea what I'm doing right now. And what happens is culture tells us or people tell us like, oh, you're not supposed to feel that or you're so all supposed to always feel grateful because these times are going to change and you're going to miss this this moment or you're going to miss this phase of your child being this small. and You're going to miss this. And like I said before, sometimes these are said in well intent, but it's not helpful. Right. It, it doesn't help you in that situation. Right. You're thinking how could I miss this and I'm not sleeping? How can I miss this and I'm crying every day? How could I possibly miss like this child throwing everything and I'm not like able to get through to them? Or how could I miss like them having like such hard time like going into school? Or how can I miss these things? And if you're continually told that you should be feeling one thing when you're looking at your feelings and your emotions and they don't line up to that, then we start to internalize that something has to be wrong with us. And that's not true. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with what you're experiencing. What's happening is a lot of times people aren't truthful about our experiences, right? We're, we're just kind of repeating the things that were told to us. We're just really going on this, this thing of, you know, this is a great time and everything is going to be well. And I'm grateful. But I think there's this, this thin line between really like leaning into gratefulness, like being grateful of your situation. And then that, that toxic positivity, right. That like, Oh, everything's fine. And I can't say that this is like hurting me um, because I just have to stay positive. And that's not healthy at all for you. That's not healthy for your kids. Remember they're the things that we are, are going through in the way that we are, um, Treating ourselves is definitely something that our kids are going to be looking at us through, whether they're small, whether they're they're toddlers, whether they're school age, whether they're teenagers. They're always watching. They're always looking to see, you know, how is mommy responding to this? And we want to do our best. We want to try our best to show them the most healthy version, the most whole version of us. And that that just means a truthful version of us. So the truthful version of us is, yes, this is really difficult. And no, I'm not excited about motherhood right now. Uh, am I grateful? Am I blessed? Yes, absolutely. But am I excited right now? Not so much because I didn't go to sleep last night. Or not so much because when I thought, you know, I would have this support system or when I thought that, you know, this child would bring about more closeness and, and familial closeness when it really feels like I'm more isolated and more misunderstood. Those things bring about an emotion that doesn't feel great. And the only way we can work through those, the only way we can become our whole selves, the only way we can really master this this momship and this motherhood thing is by being truthful. And being truthful just means we're going to use the grace that God gives us because that's how we can gear ourselves up to say, this is hard. I'm struggling. I might need some help but I'm going to give myself grace because I'm not meant to do this perfectly. I'm going to give myself grace because I'm still learning, right? I don't know how to navigate this unchartered place. I don't 
I've never had a teenager before. I don't know how to navigate this. I've never had a, a toddler before. I don't know how to navigate. Like, this is real conversations. These are real conversations we have to have with ourselves sometimes first before we can have them with our partners, before we can have them with our, our friends and our, our community because we have to really settle this within ourselves that we're supposed to already one know how to do this and be able to do this perfectly because we're not we're not going to get it perfect and that's okay that's totally okay that's the meaning of of life and motherhood like nobody knows how to do this perfectly there's no such thing but we are definitely striving for this this illusion of perfection because we're told constantly that this is how we're supposed to feel and this is how we're supposed to respond and we're we're gonna regret uh not taking, you know, not being excited in this time or not, you know, taking full advantage of this season or things like that. And like I said, the, while there is certain levels of truth to the gratitude that we're supposed to have in each season, that doesn't equate to us having this this toxic positivity where we're not being truthful to ourselves. But it's really difficult to navigate. Where do you go next? How do you overcome this? Right. And there's this, I'm going to say the, the self-care culture that says, you know, well, if you engage in self-care, then you'll be fine. Like, uh, and I want to argue that self-care as we understand it, it's not necessarily the first step that we need to take. Right. I think that we need to slow down and start with grace and acceptance that this journey is going to be messy. We're not going to know it all. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to feel a lot of different ways. And it's okay, right? Uh, why should we start with grace? Because grace, as we understand it, is we don't have to earn it, right? It's nothing that we have to do to get grace, right? It's not earned, it's given, and it, it can't be taken away because we're imperfect. So that's why I like to start with grace. When people say, give yourself grace, I used to struggle with that because it's like, I felt like that was this thing where people were saying it because I was doing a horrible job or I was struggling so much where people were like, only grace could help you at this point. And it was like, um, I don't know if I want this grace. I really want to do this right. And I had to really lean into, no, grace is going to help you on this journey. Grace is the thing that allows you to forgive yourself, allows you to be patient and slow down and really reflect in a way that's helpful to you and not in a way that that's harmful to you. Right. And the best example of grace I can see is through your children, right? When we look at our kids, they're really the most forgiving um, people. Like, you know, if we just say, hey, mommy kind of messed this up or like, I didn't really do this well or this isn't what I wanted to say. Like, they're, they're a very good example of how we should give grace to ourselves because most times it just rolls off their shoulder and they're like, oh, it's okay, mom, or oh, I forgive you, or oh, I still love you. And they show you with the love and the hugs and the kisses and all these things. And it's like, you know, that's healing for us because it shows us the process of forgiving ourselves and how we should help um, create this environment of grace and how we should extend this in a way that's um, 
beneficial to to our main goal of parenting and our main goal of of self-care and the things that we need to do. So yes, we should start with grace and really um slowing down and reflecting on how we're not expected to be perfect and we don't have to earn a break. We don't have to earn time to to sit and reflect. You don't have to earn, you know, this moment to just be so um yeah so I struggled a lot when people would say you know give yourself a little grace I really felt like they were saying that because they saw my struggle and how much I was not getting it right um that they needed to extend grace to me or that they would needed to suggest that I extend grace to myself and I struggle because I'm like, how can I not live up to this role of motherhood that was supposed to be in me, right? That was supposed to be innate. I was supposed to know how to do this gracefully, not be using grace as an excuse for error. And that's really where my mind would go. And um, I it was recently where I was really kind of pondering and I'm like, how would you have known how to do this, right? How do you know how to do this in a way that wasn't demonstrated or how would you know how to do this you've never done it before or you've never done it with this child before you've never experienced this developmental age before you have to really understand that we don't really have a roadmap and even if we have examples or even if we have people in our lives that um extend wisdom to us it's great for us to internalize the things that resonate with us, but it's also important to realize that it's not going to be the same thing, right? It's not going to be uh, the same journey. So really extending grace is going to help you slow down. It's going to help you to reflect in a way that's more, more helpful than harmful. So I want to get back to self-care for a minute because, like I said, I know that we're in this this culture of self-care and it's great. And I'm very into uh, promoting self-care. I I believe it's a very strong um, tool to use to help you to feel uh, more rejuvenated and more to yourself and things like this. But when we're talking about the messy sides of motherhood and really, especially at the beginning stages or in transition stages, when we're talking about those parts of motherhood, I'm not for sure that self-care is going to be the one fixed answer. Um, So I'm going to go into the definitions. So self-care is defined as the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular during periods of stress, or the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health. Now, according to this definition, yes, self-care is the answer to regulating ourselves and getting ourselves back to a sense of well-being and happiness, but what society tells us that self-care is, which they say, well, self-care is can be, you know, get, go get a massage, go shopping, go take a hot bath, go do some hobbies. Um, and we're told that these things should make us feel better, you know, and we're, we do these things and we don't feel much better because we're practicing self-care and it's not working. 
But according to this definition of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, especially during stress, I want to submit to you for your consideration the term soul care. Um, Because a lot of times we're just doing some of the things that people are telling us will work, but it doesn't resonate with us necessarily, or it doesn't soothe the areas of us that need soothing in that moment. is that the problem with these suggestions is that they require a certain level of connection with yourself. So with your soul to even fully understand what you need, right? So we don't really know what it is we need if we're so detached from who we are in that moment. Remember back to the expectations of don't lose yourself and don't, you know, fully draft yourself into motherhood. We have that in the front of our minds and we're So we're not even sure of who we are in this season. And we're using these suggestions that others have said would work and help us feel better. But the real problem is we're not even fully connected to ourselves and we don't know what we need. Um, So we're, we're needing to also focus on discovering ourselves in in our souls, like in our soul care. Also figuring out who am I in this season? Who do I want to be as a mother and as a a spouse or partner? Who do I want to be um, as a person, right? Who I was before mother doesn't necessarily equate who I want to be now, right? I'm a totally different person than I was before I had kids. And sometimes people would frown upon that, but I'm like, I think it helped me, right? I think it made me uh, focus on broader pictures. I was very narrow-minded before kids, and now I have a totally different outlook on uh, the world and how I want to contribute to it. So I wouldn't necessarily look at motherhood as a, a downfall, but see how it's contributing to your greater purpose, who you want to become, who your purpose to become, and really kind of start by jotting those things out or really taking time to meditate on on those things in a way that feels safe to you. Um, This doesn't happen overnight, right? Or it doesn't happen at this magic age. Um, You're going to struggle with it. There are going to be times where it's frustrating. There are going to be times where um, you don't feel sure about who you're becoming or you don't feel sure about what it is that you need and that's okay right there's so much growth in this process we tell our kids you know it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to to you know not know an answer to things but we don't give ourselves that same grace we don't give ourselves that same understanding that same time and and understanding that there are going to be moments where we need different things. Maybe yesterday you did need a massage, right? Maybe that was the thing that your body needed. Like you were physically tired and needed that. Or there are going to be times where you just need to sit quietly and listen to nature. Or maybe there are going to be times where you need to talk to a therapist. There are going to be different things that you need at different times. But what we need to do most is get back in tune with who we are in this moment and understanding that that's going to look different than it did before you were a mother, before you were a new mom, before your kid turned five, before they turned 10, it's always going to evolve because we're evolving. Their kids are evolving. The people around us are evolving. So why do we expect things to look the same way, right? Why do we expect the same things that worked 
for our parents to work for us without uh, change or without um, modifications, right? We can take the wisdom of people. We can take the wisdom uh, of people because that's what we need, right? Um, uh, there's a passage in Titus that, that says that the older women are supposed to show the younger women how to be peaceful, how to be calm, how to be loving, how to be these things. But sometimes we live in um, environments where that's not always available to us. And this is not a, a moment of like, um, this is not a moment where we're blaming another generation for what they did not know to teach us. But it's a moment where we give ourselves grace because we weren't taught it. Right. Motherhood is not something that's innate. It's not this this sixth sense that we have. Yes, we have a, a heightened level of compassion. And yes, we have like this ability to show up in ways that are unmatched but we don't know how to channel that, right? It's like having this superpower, but not knowing how to use it. We don't know how, right? Have you seen those movies where it's like, okay, this person just kind of got into, got got this power, but they struggle to use it and they're just blowing stuff up or they're just like missing all these times. Like it takes time to develop it. It takes time to, to, Learn how you want to do it. And it's never too late. I don't care how old your kids are. It's never too late to learn who you want to be now, how you want to mother your your children, how you want to show up for yourself, how you want to talk to your spouse, how you want to talk to your partner, how you want to show up as a person. It's never too late, but it's a journey. Um, and we're going to learn a lot about ourselves this thing of self-discovery, it takes grace because we're going to learn things that are hard. We're going to discover things that hurt, right? They're gonna, we're going to discover things that make us laugh. We're going to discover things that make us angry. But through the use of grace and through applying grace to ourselves, we learn to understand and we learn how to move forward and how to become the person we want to be for ourselves, for our families, and for our purpose. It's not about blaming. It's not about just putting things to the side. It's not about any of that. It's really about who do you want to become? Who are you looking to be? What is the best version of yourself that you can be today? That's embracing the messy side of motherhood. We know sometimes we're going to lose it. Sometimes we're going to yell. Sometimes we may, we may do things that we really didn't want to do or say but what when we use grace and when we give ourselves grace it also puts us in a position to go back and, and apologize to our kids like hey I missed the mark on this I'm sorry right and it also puts us in a better position to give them grace in their development and give people around us grace in their development when we start to understand that we're a ball of imperfection we also understand that they're a ball of Perfection, right? And our expectations of ourselves, they start to get more lax and more gracious. I don't want to say lax, but our expectations of ourselves become more gracious. They become um, more filled with grace. And that way, our expectations of others can align with that also, where we're not expecting more than people can give us, but we're also protecting ourselves in ways that, um, in ways that edify who we want to become. 
So that's all for today, guys. I hope that this was helpful to you and um, I'll talk to you guys next week. That's all for today. And I hope that you're feeling inspired to navigate your ships with grace and authenticity. But remember, you don't have to do this alone. Our growing community is here and ready to support you. You can find the link to that one in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, I want you to subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a mom who may just need a little support and encouragement. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook at Momship Mastery, and those links are also in the show notes. Before we go, here's my little reminder. You are an incredible mom, and you have the power to nurture your inner well-being and create meaningful connections and relationships. Embrace the journey, cherish the moments, and continue to thrive in your momship journey. Until next time.